Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. Welcome to everyone to worship on this Palm Sunday and a special welcome to all of our visitors and guests who are here with us this morning, as well as to everyone joining us by video and podcast. I'm talking a little bit louder than usual this morning because we unfortunately have an issue with our sound system. The gremlins are back in the works again. So we need everybody to pray the gremlins away. Just kidding. Nope, we, we will have the sound system checked out and hopefully everything should be resolved by next week. After the service, please feel free to take any extra palms with you, either to pass along to anyone you know who would like one or to decorate your homes. Children and youth who are here today, you have a special assignment. There are, there are Easter sheets on the, back on the back table right there for you to color to be given to our shut-ins. Uh, please have them back to me by next week so I can give them to our shut-ins. Our Holy Week celebration continues with Maundy Thursday here on April 6th with carry-in dinner at 6.30 p.m. and Holy Communion at 7.15 p.m. Our Community Good Friday service will be at the UCC on April 7th at 7 o'clock p.m., and our Community Easter Sunrise Service and Breakfast will be at Slifer's next week, April 9th, starting at 6.30 p.m., or 6.30 a.m., rather. Please let Slifer's know if you will be coming to the breakfast. The contact info is on the bulletin board in the Fellowship Hall. Dan Urbeck's birthday is coming up, so we have been asked to surprise him in a special way. Everybody, please um, mail a card to him by April 16th, two weeks from today, which is close to his birthday. Again, this is a surprise. So, everybody keep it under wraps. And I'll also be sending out a mass email later to remind everyone. Our Spring Youth Sunday is in two weeks, April 16th. Please let me know if you, you, if you will be able to participate in the service and what parts you would prefer. The youth of St. Andrew are collecting donations of new socks and underwear and toiletry items to be given to the Valley View Clothes Closet. There is a collection box at the back of the sanctuary as well as at other local churches and businesses in Farmersville. Donations will be accepted until April 30th. Thank you in advance for helping our youth with this service project. The other announcements I leave to your own reading. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Tom, please. Yeah, I just want to update you a little bit there. Uh, we are very trying very desperately to get this roof fixed and get it fixed correctly. We need to get that job done because it is now, unfortunately, there's a good third of the roof or whatever missing. Uh, they was out and looked at it, but we are trying to get some cooperation from the insurance adjusters along with the uh, installment of the Spartan roofing, and we are struggling with that. So uh, to commend Daryl, Ronnie, Steve, Terry, and Don with all the work they've been doing because of all the leaks all over the church, uh, we are really we're struggling with that, but we have other options we can take, and we are going to pursue those options of what we can do because it is well under warranty, but at this time, uh, bear with us there because yeah, we've got leaks coming all over the place, and at this time, we're going to get it fixed. The insurance will fix it, but it's going to we're gonna need some cooperation because right now we are not being cooperating with at all. So I really don't have much more to report other than the trustees are doing everything they can by putting tarps, buckets down for water coming through. It's, it's just continually getting worse. It don't help every six or seven days that we're getting 40 to 50 mile an hour winds. But uh, there is time in between where people can drop what they're doing and fix it, but they're not doing that. So I will just uh, uh, 
Tom? Yeah. I'd like to also include Debbie in on that mess, because uh, she has put buckets out and washed them three, four, five times a day to empty them, and then had to mop up and splashed out, so I'd like to include Debbie on that. Okay, thank you. Certainly. Yeah, we'll include uh, include Debbie on that, or we'll move the buckets around, or we're doing the best we can do. Thank you, Tom. And I, too, express my gratitude to, to uh, Debbie and the trustees and everybody who has been working really hard to just help keep everything, just help, help keep everything maintained while we wait for the roof to get fixed with everything else that's affected, including the sound system. And in all seriousness, I ask all of you to please pray for progress, for breakthroughs to happen, and for details to fall in the, into place so that everything can get done the way it's supposed to. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Let us begin with prayer. O Lord, our Maker, Redeemer, and Comforter, we are assembled in your presence to hear your holy word. We ask you to open our hearts by your Holy Spirit, that through the preaching of your word we may be taught to repent of our sins, to believe on Jesus in life and death, and to grow day by day in grace and holiness. Hear us for Christ's sake. Amen.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. We praise and thank you, O God, for the great acts of love by which you have redeemed us through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. On this day he entered the holy city of Jerusalem in triumph and was acclaimed Son of David and King of Kings by those who scattered their garments and branches of palm in his path. We ask that you bless these branches and those who bear them, and grant that we may ever hail him as our Lord and King, and follow him with perfect confidence, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And let us pray. Almighty God, you sent your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take our flesh upon him and to suffer death on the cross. Grant that we may share in his obedience to your will and in the glorious victory of his resurrection. Through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Before our children's sermon today, first of all, we want to thank all of our children and youth who just participated in our procession with palms just now. Much of the reason that we are able to do so much for our children and youth by the grace of God here in our church family is because of the Heilman Fund. Um, as you came in this morning, you were given a copy of this letter, which I have been asked to read aloud on behalf of the Heilman family. When our father, Claude A. Heilman, died, we, his children, established a fund and funded it for the purpose of providing monies that could be used for the benefit of the youth of St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. Our father dearly loved the children of this congregation, and quite apparently, they dearly loved him, as witnessed by the large number of youth at his funeral. It has come to our attention that our, to our attention that our intention was not fully understood. Although we did intend that it be used for the benefit of the youth, such as providing funds for the travel and expenses to camps and conventions, it was never intended that it be used solely in those ways. Consequently, the funds have not been used for far too many years. It was also not our intent that this fund be limited to contributions from the Heilman family. We had hoped that it would become a fund into which others would like to make contributions for the well-being of the youth of St. Andrew. These could be made in memory of, of or in honor of someone at the contributor's choice. Therefore, we want to clarify our intentions, especially since the fund has grown because of interest earned, this being a bond fund, and because additional funds have been placed into it, especially following the death of Ruthie Heilman, but not only her. Our intentions are that the fund be used for the youth in much broader ways for any that might legitimately be for the purpose of enhancing their faith, such as Bible studies, faith-centered travel, such as could be to the Ark Encounter and or the Creation Museum and or the Bible Museum, etc., and for the materials ex and expenses incurred to pay for those occasions. Because we intend to, to increase the amount in the fund, and because we would hope, as mentioned earlier, that others who are interested in the youth of the church will contribute to it also, we have purposely not made any recommendation regarding how long the fund should continue or how much of the fund should be used. We would certainly hope that the fund would help our youth for quite a long time. Because of the effects of inflation, there may come a time when the, fund, when the amount of the fund is so insignificant that the prudent thing to do would be to totally dissolve the fund. We would hope that if and when that day comes, that the remaining proceeds are still used for the benefit of the youth. Who manages this fund is up to the congregation and the church council. However, we would appreciate that as long as any of the three of us are still living, we be kept in the loop, not to make the decisions, but to be made aware of the decisions that are made and how they are carried out. Questions or concerns may be directed to any of the three of us. Presented by the three children of Claude A. Heilman, Clarabelle Heilman, on behalf of Donnie Heilman's spouse, Carol Regal, and Marvin D. Heilman. And on behalf of our church family, we would like to extend our, our tremendous gratitude to the Heilman family for setting up this fund for, um, and, and for encouraging us to contribute to it as well on behalf, um, on behalf of benefiting our youth. And we also would encourage everyone to please, in, to please in any way, as you are called to, to, to continue to contribute to the Heilman Fund so that, so that our youth may continue to be blessed. With that in mind, we, would now, we will now have our children's sermon, and we invite the children to come forward and bring your palm branches with you.
finger, what, what team is, is on this foam finger? Of course, it's the Reds, yes. <laughs> but yes, this is, a, this is a foam finger, and what do we usually use foam fingers for? Well, well, to point, especially to point up and to, to point and cheer and go, what? We're number one. We're number one. Yes. Now, believe it or not, these palm branches are a lot like this foam finger. Because back in, because, because back in Jesus' time, palm branches were used to cheer for people. Like when a king had a glorious victory in battle, and he came back into his capital city, People would line the streets and they would go, Yay! The king is number one! The king is number one! And that's what's going on. That's what we're celebrating, celebrating today on Palm Sunday. That when Jesus came into Jerusalem, people cut palm branches and waved them around and they put their garments on the ground so that he could have a smooth path to go over. And as, they did, and as he did so, Everybody said, yay, Jesus, Jesus is special. Jesus is number one. But here's the thing. Do you know how God, or, or, or rather how Jesus got to be number one? It wasn't because he fought a battle and, and, um, and conquered his enemies on a battlefield. It was because much later on that week, he would die on a cross, put to death by his enemies, but then he would rise again defeating death and sin, which means that everybody who believes in him also will not die, but will live forever just like he does. That's why today we're cheering, Jesus is number one. Jesus is number one. Everybody repeat after me. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus thank you for everything you did for me. reading comes from Isaiah chapter 50 verses 4 through 9 on page 1141. The sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue to know that the word that sustains the weary. He waken, wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being taught. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears and I have not been rebellious. I have not drawn back. I offered my back to those that who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking or spitting. Because the Sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, <clears throat> have I set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame? He who vindicates me is near, who then will bring charges against me. Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. It is the Sovereign Lord who helps me. Who is he that will condemn me? They will all wear out like a garment. The moss will eat them up. Here ends the first reading. The second reading comes Philippians uh, 2, verses 5 through 11, found on page 1,827. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of the God the Father. Here ends the readings.
The chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the place of the high priest, whose name was Cyphus, and they schemed to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. While Jesus was in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste? This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, So they counted out for him thirty pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? So disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, When they had sung a hymn, he went to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly, I tell you this very night, before the rooster crows, you will disown me. But Peter declared, Even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. 
Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father, if he will not at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how will the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leaving a rebellion that you have come out with swords and gloves to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken the place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Cyphus, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance, right up to the courtyard of the high priest. He entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. But they did not find any. The many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under the oath of the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, but I say to all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the mighty one, and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fist. Others slapped him and said, Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. So Judas threw the money at the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury. 
So they, de they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah, the prophet, was fulfilled. They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, When he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message. Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. But they shouted all the louder. Crucify him! Crucify him! When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. Then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand, then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they, laid him. then they led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Gagatha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and you will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani. which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if the light becomes to save him. 
And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the, current of, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who have died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Now together let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed, found on page 85 of your Lutheran Book of Worship. <coughs> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, 
He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated as we receive the offering. We wish to let our visitors and guests know that you are under no obligation to give. This service is our gift to you. Sustained by God's abundant mercy, let us pray for the church, the world, and all of creation. <clears throat> Lift up the gates of our hearts and make way for your blessed Son. Forgive our sins and renew our souls, that we may glorify him who died to save us. Lord, in your mercy, enable us to boldly confess in every time and place that Jesus Christ is Lord. With the humility of a servant, equip us to proclaim your extravagant love for all. Lord, in your mercy. Your son entered Jerusalem as the true ruler, ready to lay down his life for his people. Grant the same mind to those in authority over us, that they would discharge their duty even for the least among us, and so receive your commendation. Lord, in your mercy. Bring peace to places where conflict runs deep, especially Russia and Ukraine. Bring peace to all those places which have been disrupted by violence, especially Nashville, after the recent shooting there. And bring an end to all violence of every kind. Lord, in your mercy. Be present with those suffering from illness and injury, both mental and physical, as well as those feeling isolated, lonely, or fearful especially all those whom we name silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, we give you thanks for your saints of old who embodied your servant love. As you came to their aid, so deliver us in times of trial that every knee would bend in praise to you. Lord, in your mercy. 
Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. subscribe to the weekly word please visit your favorite podcast provider may god bless you now and always